This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Host of Beauty Now, a weekly podcast that brings you up to speed on the latest innovations in surgery, hair, lashes, lasers, lifts, cosmetics, injectables, vaginal rejuvenation, lipo, and today, Brazilian butt lift. We have so many viewers and listeners calling in about the butt lift. What can we do about our butts? And we have the best of the best, Dr. David Matlock. Welcome back, Dr. David Matlock. Thank you. Thank you for joining us again. We've seen you on 90210, and I have to say, the procedure looked so amazing. Is that really real? <laughs> that is really real. I mean, this whole thing about this Brazilian butt augmentation, it is absolutely fantastic and beautiful, and for the practice, it's really unbelievable. The thing that you have to understand that 98% of my patients who come to me from around the nation for liposculpting are coming in for this Brazilian butt augmentation. So they really do love it, and I think the thing that they love is that it's their fat, their own fat, and it's nice and natural to, to look and feel, and they don't like that artificial implant because they say, you know, number one, the incision may be about three inches or four inches right in the crack, so they don't like that. It looks abnormal. It looks artificial. It can turn. It can extrude and things like that, so they don't like it, so they really do love using their own fat, and actually what we get is about, about an 80%. Our patients say, doctor, 80% is there, 90% is there. What you have at three months is going to remain, so our patients love it. They love well, it. Well, I'm so happy to hear that you're not using that um, implant because that was a concern. Right. No implants. We use the patient's own fat. It's, too, it's not just about injecting fat. First, what we have to do, we have to sculpture out the most aesthetically pleasing butt. So I show the patients what we're going to do and how we do that. And then after that, we take their fat, we process their fat. The fat is thoroughly collected. In this process, we move the, move the fluid, the oils and broken cells and things like that. And then 88% of that fat is alive. And then I will inject it deep into their fat. Patients that does it move? No, it's not going to move, all right? And uh, we inject it, inject it deep in the fat, sculpt out the most aesthetically pleasing butt, and then inject it. What the butt should look like, it should look like a bowl. You just take a bowl, sit it on top of the table, that's how it should look, and that's what patients want. And it helps to bring the butt up, lift the butt. We can do all kinds of things and really give a ba- the patient a very nice, hot, beautiful butt. That's in. We're talking like the J-Lo butt or the Beyonce, something like that. Well, something like that. But, I mean, it's just, it's all types. You know, Jessica Biel, you know, hey, I want to, you know, patients. Jessica Biel, yeah, she has a great She has great a great butt. butt. Yeah, she does. A, a patient came in the other day, hey, doctor, put this up in the operating room and refer back to this when you're sculpting my butt. And I said, okay, fine. Well, see, that's really, so you brought up a really important point. I mean, African-American women tend to have larger butts and skinnier, and then a lot of white women want to have the same kind of ass like Jessica Beale. Jessica Beale, absolutely, absolutely. Now, here's the interesting thing of what we see. I have women coming into the office that they don't have enough fat. And so early on, they were saying, well, I'm just going to go and, go and gain weight. Well, as a physician, I can't tell someone to go and gain weight. But so many young women, have came, they came into the office, and they, they have done that. I said, well, why are you doing that? They said, you're just going to remove it all anyway. I said, you know what? 
You're right. So now we will tell the woman if she doesn't have enough fat, hey, you have to go gain weight. So we tell them how to really do it kind of as healthy as possible. They're going to eat five times a day, eat morning, 7 o'clock, 10 o'clock. They have a protein shake or for bodybuilders, high, high in carbs, and then eat lunch at uh, noon and then another protein shake at, at 3 and eat dinner late, 7, 8 o'clock. That would be kind of horrifying, though, to some people to say you want to gain weight to get the results of a bigger butt. Right, but the thing is that so butts are in. Butts are in. So people want this. Patients want this. And like I said, they're coming in, they're requesting these things, they don't have enough fat, they will go through this to gain weight to get enough fat because the point is it's all going to be removed anyway. That's the point. Well, you're going to remove it, and then if they're disciplined enough, they can lose it too. I mean, Correct. Where they... So where do you extract the fat from? Where's the best place? Well, it's not what I have to do and what I'm doing. I I want to put a minimum of 300 cc's in each cheek, a minimum, you know, so to get a really good result, nice result. So I'm I'm removing the primarily the patients that are having the liposculpting of their abdomen, other hips, outer thighs, inner thighs, okay, and right up under the bra line. That's primarily where they're having the fat removed. Well, pretty much if you don't have a behind are you you do you usually have gain it more in your tummy or no not necessarily i mean that type of person yeah and not just you know everyone's really different you know women men gain from the waist up women can gain from the breast down all the way down to the, leg, the ankles calves and so forth so you know it just really depends and a lot of women say hey i pick up around the midsection so, but we just need good fat. We need fat. So I'm taking it from all of those areas. I really need to take whatever I can get, all that I can get, so that I can give them the result that they want. But everybody's different, right? Everybody's different. So you, so basically, how do you start? Somebody comes in for their consultation, and then you assess them. Uh, if someone comes in for the consultation, I will assess them. I look first to make sure that they have enough fat, and then also I ask them, "What do What do you want? What do you want to achieve?" Oh, I want this. I want that. They bring in pictures. You know, oh, I want to be this big or some things. You know, things like that. So it really depends on what they want. I ask, "What do they What do they want?" You know, and so then from there, I say, "Okay, we're going to have to do this area, this area, this area." I told them. The that we need to do based upon what they have, based upon the amount of fat that they have. You know, and sometimes we have to do a little bit more areas to really collect what we need. If the patients don't, as I said, you know what, you got fat, but you're not going to get that result that you want. Well, okay, well, you're going to have to gain weight to get that. Or you accept this of what you're going to get. Okay. So each patient should get a plan. And I, I find that there's so few plastic surgeons that do this procedure. So how do you find somebody like yourself? I mean, I know a lot of people fly to you, but how do you find somebody that would do this procedure that you know that they could do a good job because it can be dangerous? Yeah, well, I think what you should do, you should ask to see pictures or go to the website and see the pictures, see the pictures or look at the pictures and ask, how much do you do? I mean, I have a lot of plastic surgeons in my building that use my surgery center, but, you know, they don't do it. So you should ask, hey, do you do it? How much do you do? Can I see pictures? That's what you want to do. Even sometimes you may want to talk to patients. That's what we do. If you need to talk to a patient, here's the patients you can talk to. Here's all the, here's all the patients that we've done. And, again, 98% of the patients come to me from around the nation for liposculpting are coming in for this Brazilian butt augmentation. So what's the difference between the Brazilian butt lift and a breast, I mean, not a breast dog, but a butt aug? Well, okay, and a butt, okay. With this Brazilian butt augmentation, our lift, I'm taking the patient's fat, I'm using their fat, 
to augment the buttocks. First, I'm sculpting out the most aesthetically pleasing butt, and then I'm augmenting it with their fat. They love it. It's their own fat. The, the, the implants are, it's a real hard, a natural implant, kind of a teardrop, and the thing can turn, extrude, the incidence of infection, rejection, you know, it's, it's high. So that's why patients don't want it. And then the ugly scar that goes on the body with that implant, patients don't want it. I have taught other plastic surgeons how to do this, and they have abandoned using that implant. I've heard that too. So yeah. that's, that's actually really good information for our listeners, what I wanted to get out there. I mean, if you're desperate and you have absolutely nothing, I mean, maybe a guy, too. Men do this, too, right? Men do it, too. Yeah, it's in, the majority of the people are women, but men come in. I get some men to come in and have it done as well. So the scars for the implantation would be underneath the butt? No, the scars for those implants are right in the crack. But think about a four-inch incision. That's a nasty incision. Who wants that? You know, so it's, it's not a very uh, aesthetically pleasing thing. And then those implants, it's, it's, just, it's just like a basketball. I mean, it's, this, it's, real, it's real hard. It's real hard, and it's unnatural, you know, and you know it that they had it. You know <laughs> right, right. If you feel it, you mean you feel right. a hard butt. Yeah, but some things in some of the clothing, it just doesn't look natural. It just doesn't. Any woman who knows it, it just doesn't look natural. It so you, look natural. you say get into the best shape that you can and right. then have the fat injections in your butt, and you Correct. go over all that. Correct. I go over all of that and explain everything to the patient so that they understand it uh, completely. So how do you get the lift part? The lift part, just say the butt is sagging some. Okay, it's volume. Just think of bringing out volume. The, the breast, oh, you know, I'm breast kind of li- li- lower or whatever. You want to bring, bam, push volume in there, it brings all that out and takes up the slack, if you will. So you think that you can lift enough. What if a patient has really saggy butt? Well, the patient has really, you know, no, that's not the patient who's coming in. But if a patient has a really saggy butt, you know, maybe you can't do anything for that person. But it depends upon how much sag you have and how much volume you can get, you know, to, to, to help augment it. So, you know, you got, it's a fine line. Who's my patient population? They're 20s to 40s. Right. That's my patient population. So the other people that have the really saggy butt, they might have to go for the lift, which is would like the lower body lift? Well, no, not necessarily. I mean, that, that really depends upon what's going on. In, you know, if the patient had, was a lot of fat, a lot of weight loss, or something like that, you know, we're not saying that those patients are, the candid, are, are a candidate for this uh, procedure. So, you know, you've got to be realistic about it. You have to be realistic about it. You have to have, I know who's got a good butt, who doesn't have a good butt for the procedure. Um, uh, but don't look for, I would say, miracles from this. But if you've got, you know, again, 20s to 40s, you know, you're, you're, you're right in there. You're, you get a nice good result from this. And if you're in your 20s to 40s, I just had Jackie Silver, Aging Backwards, um, listen to that show, but I, it was really funny. Just We were talking about butts and, and how I wanted to talk to you about this. And I say lunge, lunge everywhere. I lunge to right. the toilet, lunge, <laughs> lunge down the hall, because lunges for your butt are easy to do, especially right. around your house, and it doesn't cost anything. Correct. And that helps build up the muscle. Do you Tell people to right. exercise we, before I, you do this? Or? No, I don't tell them to exercise before doing it. But we do talk about, I give them a diet afterwards. Everyone who has liposculpting with me, we have a diet that we give them. 
and then that I developed, my daughter developed together. And then also we talk about exercising. Well, exercising is so important to anti-aging. Correct. Um, and I know if, I know a lot of women have written in and said that they, is there anything they can do to get results? And I would normally say no, but I did see your segment and I really saw it with my own eyes. Right. Your your results were amazing. Right. And I think they're really amazing. That's And again, looking at those things, and I think that's a part of the patient population that I get to from that show, the Dr. 90210 being featured on that show. I mean, I, I've been to Europe and Latin America and recognized there, but those, they, those that, that tells, those segments really tell. And I mean, it's a fantastic result. And that young lady had to gain weight to get the butt that she wanted. You and know? that was amazing because when you hear it, you, you know, audible. It, 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 you're like, what? You have to gain weight? I don't know about that, but but it's true. If you're if you have no butt fat, it really did work. It was an right. amazing, amazing result. Right. And I think another thing the patients really should understand. I mean, for it, when we talk about aging, anti aging, it's bad to go up and down in weight. You should try to maintain a good, normal, stable weight. That's what I, if I would have to tell someone something, you know, hell, I hate to say, hey, prevent having liposuction or something like that. Good, stable weight. Oh, because liposuction is really for people that have little localized areas of fat. It's not right. really for a really big woman. Correct. That, that it, it, they need to do something to figure out what works for them. Correct. That's correct. That, that I think is really good advice. And my trainer also said something. I said, oh, God, I'm losing weight so slowly. And he said, just think about it. You're, if you're only losing two pounds a month, that's 24 pounds a year. So that's really good advice, too. That is correct. What is the cost of your butt lift surgery? Okay. <laughs> now, basically, it depends upon. So, number one, we have to get the fat and collect the fat. So it's, going to, it's either a small, medium, or large area, and that's $1,000 for small, uh, $1,500 for medium, uh, 2000 for a, uh, a large area, okay? That's pretty reasonable. Yeah, that's reasonable. And the, the, the Brazilian butt augmentation, that's $4,000. But, so if you have your abdomen done, your hips done, your flanks done, your outer thighs and everything, so based upon your height, weight, and the size of that area, that's how you're charged. Right. Okay, well, that's good advice, and I think that's pretty reasonable. We're going to be right back with Dr. Matlock. He's telling us all about how we can get a great-looking behind. Listen to Just for Women, Dating, Relationships, and Sex, a weekly internet audio program from personallifemedia.com. Fresh inspiration and expanded relationship options for today's woman. I'm Terry Struck, personallifemedia.com. Today we're talking with Dr. David Matlock from Beverly Hills. He's been featured on 90210. Welcome back, Dr. Matlock. Thank you. We were just talking about the cost of the surgery. And there are financing companies out there, too, for people that have a hard time paying for this, right? That's correct. And I think you can Google those. I don't actually have any, but if you go to personallifemedia.com, we're going to link you with Dr. Matlock's website, and also we'll find some financing companies for cosmetic surgery. I think we should have that link as well. And we do have them on our site as well. And you have them on your site as well, so that's great. So we will link Dr. Matlock's site up, and then you can go on his site and find out who will finance a cosmetic surgery because there's so many different things that 
people want. And today we're talking about Brazilian butt lifts, which I think is such a confusing area. Um, so what else is involved besides your, your liposucking and then your injecting? What's the downtime? Uh, the downtime. We tell the patients they can go back to work in four to seven days. They can start exercising, stretching, and massaging in 10 to 12 days. So the more they get up and move around, the better off they're going to be. What the patients feel, it's very nice. What they feel the first day, they say, uh, we use what we call this tumescent solution. That, that solution has a lidocaine in it. The same thing with the dentist uses for the teeth to numb it. So they're basically numb the first day. The women just say, oh, you know, my butt is sore. That's it. Uh, we will tell the patient afterwards for the first two weeks just to baby the butt, meaning that lay on your side, lay on your tummy, or if you lay on your back, put a, a pillow up under the, the thighs. And then we want you to, instead of just sitting straight on the butt, sit on, the, sit on your, your, uh, your, your legs, sit on the thighs like that. But it's not going to move. Women say, is it going to move? No, it's not going to move because it's placed deep within the fat and integrated into the existing fatty tissue of the, of the buttocks. And so it doesn't move. And the butt will revascularize it, and it lives and survives. So it's living fat. 88% of that fat that I inject is alive. It's living fat. And what you have at three months, that's what you're going to uh, uh, continue to have. And women say, well, can I exercise or diet? Am I going to lose it? No. My wife had it. She had it the second time. And the second time, she had to gain weight. She loved it so much. I love it. I love it. She <laughs> loves it. I love it. I'm sure she loves you telling everybody, too. <laughs> but I love wives that do tell. So that's great. <laughs> so your wife had it. Yes. And um, how long does it really last, though? I mean, really, they say fat leaves. Is that not true? Well, here's the thing. What we, uh, get, we get a good take. Our patients say, doctor, 80% is there, 90% is there. My office administrator had it. She's, she had it seven years ago. It's all there. So we get a real good take, and patients are very, very happy. Um, uh, so, but textbook, hey, you can lose 20%, you can lose 40%. So we like to overfill overfill. But uh, even though we get a good result, we like to overfill. So, so you overfill it. We overfill so that we can compensate for any loss that they may have. What they have at three months, it's going to be there. And what about patients that have, I mean, do lipo suck their hips too at the same time? Oh, yeah, we do. We do. See, because remember, we, in the hips, in the hips, Again, I have to. I, you, you want the butt to be like a bowl. You don't want to continue up the back. You want to see. You want to see that that definition. So we're in the hips. We're removing that fat. We're removing the fat. Even in the sacral area, if they got a fat pad there, we will remove it because a woman with a nice butt doesn't have all that fat right in the sacral area, right above the butt. So that's what I mean. What we have to do is sculpture out the most aesthetically pleasing butt. And the doctor has to have that good aesthetic eye and understand what is a, a very, very nice butt. Some people say they may be doing the Brazilian butt, but I've been to Brazil 17 times. That is a really good point. I mean, I, I always say this in most every show, don't skimp on your doctor. I mean, I wouldn't shop around to get the best price because you really do have to go to somebody that knows what they're doing. The worst thing you can do to yourself is save money in plastic surgery. If you're going to spend money on plastic surgery, make sure you have somebody who's really, really qualified, board certified, all those things. Good point. Because it can be scary. You don't want to mess with your body and your face and, and all those things. I mean, when they mess up, it's redos are hard. I'm correct. sure you see redos. Redos are hard. I get a lot of redos. Redos are very difficult. It's, and I tell the patient, it's best that you have the correct procedure the first time. It's best that it's done right the first time. That's what you want. 
but let's That's talk about reduce. That does happen. People do go to, to doctors and they get less than satisfying results. How can you fix it? Well, how, how can here's the first thing. The first thing, how, do you, how can you fix it? Well, here's the point. I've been doing liposculpting for 21 years on over 5,000 patients, so it's about experience. It's, the point is you want to get that experience on your side when you're going into this particular type of procedure. So that, that's important. So, you know, you've got one good shot at it, one good shot at it. So you want to you have the best so that you can have the best result. Uh, you, on the redos, a lot of things, what, what you will see, it's uneven and uneven on one side or the other side. You may see it's uneven on the abdomen. You may see dents and divots and things like that, uh, some scar down area, because that's just based upon the experience of the doctor. How, what are the scars like for this? Well, the incisions, you can't, don't think of the scars, I would say, in the incisions. My incisions are about three or four millimeters, and they're well-placed for the abdomen to do the entire abdomen. The incisions are inside the belly button, top, bottom, and in the pubic area. That's how I do the entire abdomen. With some patients and some doctors, what they, what they will see is that they got multiple sticks all over the body. I don't think that's, that's not a good aesthetic result. You know, when you got these multiple sticks, if you have people of color and things like that, you say, oh, wow, this area hyperpigmented, you got all these sticks all over it, so it doesn't look good. You want these things well-placed and well-hidden so you don't see them in minimum incisions. So when a patient comes to you and they have bad incisions or scars, what can you do? Well, it really depends upon the size. And then if some of them are hyperpigmented, what you can do, you can use a bleaching cream and get the patient that. There are certain lasers that you can use as well. And in some of the scars, you just have to reset and bring back good, clean skin. So you're able to reduce them? Because I've seen some pretty heinous scars. Yeah. Uh, from, you know, people that have had it a long time ago. Right, right, right. Well, it really depends. It depends upon what the patient wants. You know, if they just say, hey, you know what, it's hyperpigmented. I, how, how can we lighten it? Then you can use a bleaching cream. You can use certain lasers that they have, the dermatologists have, to decrease that uh, pigmentation. Uh, if they are raised, you can use a, uh, a steroid to help blend that in or, or or decrease that raised uh, spot or that hype, uh, that uh, the, the hypertrophic scar, things like that. So it really depends on what's going on and how best you can help the patient. And I really have been wanting to ask this question, and I keep forgetting. I have a lot of friends that are African-American, and, and several of them have keloids. Is that common in African-American skin, and what can they do? Yeah, well, that's not real common, but here's the thing. That's a real good point because an African-American patient will come in and say, hey, I'm having liposuction. Well, what about keloids? The keloids are in the skin. So remember, yeah, I'm all up under the skin in the fatty tissue. That's not the point. That's not the issue. It's the four-millimeter incision in the skin. So that's all you have to worry about. But people think, well, like, like, well, my whole body's in a keloid. No, it doesn't work. It's just in the skin. That's really good to know. Because, That's I mean, very important because I hear that all the time. Yeah, no, I even I have one of my white girlfriends, too, keloids. So they definitely can have surgery then. They can definitely have surgery, 100%, small incisions, well-placed. If they get a hypertrophic scar, what they can do, we can inject it with a steroid so that that can go down. Can you cut it out? You can cut it out. You can cut it out, but it may reform. Oh, right. All right you okay. inject. I had an athlete in here who had arthroscopic surgery of the shoulder, keloid, and they just injected it with the steroid. It went away. He's fine. That's a really, really good point because I think a lot of people with um, keloid skin, they want to know if they can have surgery, and it would be 
so bad if you can't do anything. Right, right. You have to be all natural, which right. is a good thing, too, if you're naturally blessed. Thank you for being with us today. We're going to have to go, and we'll have you back again. Okay. And this is PersonalLifeMedia.com. This is Terry Struck. I'm with Dr. David Matlock. We're going to link our show to his. You can go to his website. Check out his other shows, too. He did one on lipo, one on vaginal rejuvenation. That's really good. One of my most popular shows, especially with my dad. Thanks, Dad. That's my only show he listened to was that show. (laughs) Of course, all my men listeners like that one. Anyway, thank you. We're going to have you back. And if anybody wants a Brazilian butt lift, you can go to our website, personallifemedia.com, and get Dr. Matt Locke's information, and he will set you up. Thanks again for being with us today. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com. Saw you shopping at the North Star Mall. Hardly recognize you at all. It wasn't until I heard you say hello. I realized you were a girl I know. You look completely different than you did in 91. A total transformation. Come on, admit it. You had a little work done. Had a little work done. Holy cow. It don't matter. Wow, look at you now. How'd you like to get together for some fun? Like it since you had a little work done Remember back in school we were drunken with kids And I pretended that you didn't exist You were a cute thing but you couldn't be The trophy girl I wanna hang it with me You've gone from plain white bread to a honey bun I think I'd like to have a taste now Cause you're delicious since you had a little work done Had a little work done, holy smoke I noticed you, a damn near joke I think that we should get together for some fun I think I want you now, you had a little work done Had a little work done All around the town In your red convertible With the top down I heard the beauty is only skin deep They call me shallow Cause you're looking mighty sweet I never fantasized before That you would be the one But now you're in my night and day dream You're sure amazing since you had a little work done Had a little work done Holy cow It don't matter Wow, look at you now How'd you like to get Together for some fun I kinda like it since you had a little work done